Kev Casey joins us now to preview or go through his best bets here at Rose Hill on a Saturday afternoon. G'day, Kev. Good morning, Gareth. Yes, uh, I'm moving to approach with caution, clearly. Um, not a lot of rain just yet, but um, if it uh, does begin to fall heavy, uh, I think we could be in a little strife. I think we'll get underway, obviously. We're just soft seven, and the first is entrenched to the 11 a.m. Uh, of uh, recent weeks, so we're not too far away. So we'll have the highway in uh, the first few races and see how we go from there. But there could be heavy rain falling on a track that's... Uh, that's in, in business, and that's always um, cause for uh, some trepidation. So, look, I'm... Um, by the way, that rain is much, much heavier uh, further south of Kembla. I think they've had about 170 mil. There's race meeting there on Thursday, which I think will have to be shifted. Um, look, Lease, I think, is perhaps worth a bet in race number uh, six, Horse number two. Now, there's only one win there, one win from 15, but he is a three-year-old who's consistently put himself into some pretty good races going back into last preparation. And I think he's come back well. Now, at last start, you look at that and go, it was plain. The leader kicked on, titanium power, and he was up there outside the leader and they didn't finish off. He didn't fade. I just think getting back onto what will certainly be a heavy track by um, by mid-meeting, and out to fifteen hundred is a good setup for him. He'll land on speed here. Josh Parr uh, actually rode him the day that he did win, and his heavy track form is good. He's never, never won on it, but he's placed all three, and he has placed at the right level on heavy, so he handles that. So I thought he was a, a horse that uh, we could potentially have a go at race six, number two. There's a, a very much uh, on spec bet uh, earlier in the midway race three, number eleven, Kennedy Choice has got really good fresh form. Front's up, uh, first up here for a new stable. The prices uh, have him. We'll watch the betting as we get closer to the race. But he certainly got put up around about $41, and he's um, there about 11 now with a couple of scratchings uh, out of the race. So I think he could find a, a nice uh, trail in this race, uh, somewhere front half, just sort of camp and, and have something to offer first up for the new stable. So race three, number 11 to go along with race six, number two. Now, uh, quality numbers here, such as they are, this, they might, might end up a moot point, perhaps, but um, first leg, I'm going four and eight. The second leg, two, nine, 14. The third leg, one, two, 12, and 16. And we'll finish off with one, seven, 11, and 14 for the quality at Rose Hill. It'll be an interesting next few hours, I think. Good on you, Kev. We'll keep a close eye on the weather there in Sydney. Good luck. Thanks, Gareth. Cheers, mate. The Red Belly Play of the Day. Thanks to Red Belly Sports. Intelligent betting strategies for results like no other. See for yourself at redbellysports.com.au. It's a good morning to you, Ed Kennett. Um, be interesting to get your thoughts, what you're doing today with your Play of the Day with that weather predicted there in Sydney this afternoon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good morning, Gareth. And listeners, first of all, with the weather, I'm, I'm, I don't see any point in commenting. It'll Whatever happens, happens. We'll play it as we see it today. Uh, the only stipulation I have is that the, the one that I'm going to give you today, um, I was actually more confident the more it rains. So I'm um, happy to put that out. And we've already backed this horse. So... 
Just referring to race seven, Gareth. Um, there's a couple in here. I'll just, I'll just quickly go through them. Have we got a minute? Yeah, take it away, mate. So you've got Nicky Fling, Fling and Purr in a way coming out of um, the same race last start. They, they crossed the line together. Purr in a way was a $4.20 or thereabouts favourite. And Nicky Fling was 26 as Today they're 3 dollars and $6.50, uh, meeting under similar conditions. I refer to weight there. Um, we've got number five, Safika, who's uh, it's a five-year-old Garrett. Now, this, this mare with Friedman's has came over here, had about 80-week break. It's only had five career starts at five, but they trialled it over pretty long distances. They had two trials at 1,250 going into a 1,400, so it's, it looked okay. It was only trialling out at Hawkesbury, but uh, it looked okay. Still Diamond, well, it, it struggles to win, but it was okay last start. But when you've had three out of 23, Garrett, um, I, I'm not ever going to be with you. Um, today, though, it's sort of in a right race, if that makes sense. But they say that every week about that horse. And uh, number eight, Raduna. Now, Raduna went up to uh, Newcastle, won easily in a, a provincial race there and, and comes here and leads. So um, that's got something to say for it. So now, her in a way, number four is the one I like, and I'll just state my case here because it can be wherever it wants to be for starters. If Bowman wants to lead, he can lead. And if he wants to be second outside the lead, he can be there. Or he can be, you know, back in the fourth position or the, as you call it, the trots, the one-by-one, Gareth. Um, And, you know, it's a short-coupled horse. It came over here from New Zealand with Australian bloodstock. It won its first start. um, And then it got beaten in a better, a far better race last time. But there was also a big difference, Gareth, in that the track condition had gone from a soft to a good. And now it's going from a good to a heavy. And that's a tick, tick. And it's also going from a strong race, and didn't get beaten very far, um, to a race way less, way, way, way less calibre. Um, and interestingly, with, with the scratching there of the horse that won it, um, uh, his horse is Chris Wallace that was scratching this race. Um, In race number seven, you've so, got Sir Lamar or Belarus who heads to Melbourne. Yeah, Belarus. Belarus yeah. was scratched. We didn't really want it in. So... You know, you've got map, you've got rider, you've got conditions, you've got confirmation. It's it's a, it's a lightly framed sort of short coupled sort of style of a horse. So they get over the ground really, really well. And then you've got changes in conditions and you've got changes in race strength. So, you know, with all that in your favour, I've no hesitation whatsoever, Gareth, of backing this horse. I will say, though, I mentioned those other five horses earlier because I don't believe um, I can absolutely stamp it as certain. I just can't. Yeah, but, so um, we'll have a hundred to win on per anyway. Love that um, preview there, Edward. We can get three sixty. So Chris Lee's Huey Bowman race seven horse number four at Rose Hill for your play of the day on this Saturday. Yeah, well, don't be scared, but don't be don't be mad. All right, mate. get the drift. <laughs> We're always <laughs> mad. Enjoy your day, Ed. Yeah, got. There's Edward Kennett. Red Belly Sports is where the results speak for themselves. The Red Belly ratings and intelligent betting strategies get results like no other. Open up Red Belly Live on your mobile or PC and bet like a pro with today's strategies right at your fingertips. These are ratings for the experienced putter who demands supreme quality. You have to see the results for yourself. Why not join Red Belly Sports for a month and enjoy the ride? Head to redbellysports.com.au. Listen, you can hear... The Interstate Form Hour for the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival, where champions emerge.
And it's the final day of the carnival at the Sunshine Coast, highlighted by the Group 3 Wigs Guineas, the listed Caloundra Cup, and also the Glasshouse Handicap. But what are the conditions like there, Cosy, and scratchings for this meeting, yeah. Queensland? Showery, the rail's true, a heavy eight. There are a total of 48 of them out. Now, race one, 11 Dogmatic, 14 Bentayga, 11 and 14. Second event, three more Doyle, eight Stellar Power, three and eight. The third, one Knee Dorp, two The Move, six Eloquently, one, two and six. Race four, two Rupertar, three Cecil Lad, or Cecil Street Lad, five Gemalon Bolt, six Yes Dream, nine Nord Leon, and 13 Oriental Princess, two, three, five, six, nine, thirteen. Race five, four Pomade, five Rose of Shiraz, six Spiritual Eyes, seven All That Pizzazz, ten Mink Star, fifteen Champagne Taste, sixteen Mouet, seventeen Extra Marty, nineteen Underhand, twenty Tarps, twenty one We Don't Roam, twenty two Wide River, twenty three Curry Legend. Four, five, six, seven, ten, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Race six, one, Southern France, three ballistic boys, seven, Ostermeyer, one, three, six. Believe it or not, race seven's clear. Race eight, four, Desert Lord, five, Cubic, eight, Vinco, fifteen, Bottega, seventeen, Red Chase, eighteen, at Wits End, twenty-one, Bullfinch, and twenty-two, Prometheus. Four, five, eight, fifteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-two. And race nine, one Willow Tito, three Tycoon Evie, four Rexel Man, seven Enterprise Sprints, eight Ocean Treaty, eleven Moon and Me, sixteen Sophia, twenty Hot Spring Gold, twenty one Magnus Bellagio, twenty two Overlord, twenty four Redstone, one three four seven eight, eleven sixteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty four. There are no late ones, heavy eight, Shari Rail True. Let's head to Queensland to catch up with our very own Bart Sinclair, thanks to the BRC and Bart um you can't take a trick really in southeast Queensland over the, the last six weeks during this carnival, especially. What are we expecting on the Sunshine Coast today? Yeah, miserable day here, Gareth. Good morning to all. Look, um, heavy eight could become 10 pretty quickly, and then when you get rain during the meeting, uh, when they open up the ground, it uh, could uh, you don't know where you've got to be. Overwhelmingly, the jockeys want to be on the crown, they can't all be there. Um, so you probably it's difficult um, exposed wet form is an advantage but sometimes wet tracks are different at the Sunshine Coast to what they are at other venues so I don't want to be too negative but it is a difficult day for the punt. Okay mate um, where do we start with your better bets then? Yeah look I think we'll shop early race one number eight Chikama for some reason he's a rising six year old but all of a sudden his form's just taken an upwards jump and uh, I thought he was impressive last time. I see no reason why he can't win again. Race one, number eight, Chikama. They're currently betting about $6.50. So I think he's good value. The bottom one there, 15, without thinking, uh, trained on the track and, and is hard to beat if you maybe just save your stake there, have a little something on him as well. But um, I think each way, Chikama should be fairly safe. And first use of the ground could be an advantage. His three runs in have been 1,200, 1,300, I think he's really at the peak of his powers now. So race one, number eight. Go to race two, number 11, Red Ruby. Going very well. This stable's on fire, O'Day Hoisted. And um, I, I think Red Ruby looks really hard to beat there. Race two, number 11. And go to race five. Guesswork here, number 18, Billionaire Baby on the track was super impressive on debut. Had a bad draw at the 1110 metre start at Doombin and sensibly went right back to near last and was 
probably in a strung out field with still eight lengths off them at the turn and just rocketed down the outside. I thought it was a terrific effort. Um, the big open stretches at the Sunshine Coast will suit. Maybe you get some sort of a guide. The Mother Express Air won the Queensland Guineas, uh, I think it was 2009, on a bog track at Eagle Farm. So that might give you a bit of a lead on how billionaire baby might adapt to these conditions. But I'm happy to take the gamble with her. I thought the debut run was outstanding. The Quaddy, Gareth, uh, we go to race six, the Caloundra Cup. Um, look, uh, I thought uh, uh, number six here, Swords Drawn, had a, a chance at big odds. I think uh, for London Banker is not badly placed. It only goes up a half for winning the Tats Cup last week. He's a backup horse. Um, I thought 12 and 10 had chances, but there's, there's a host of chances there. It's going to be wide open betting. Um, I, I think if you can afford it, maybe even take the field in the Caloundra Cup race six. Race seven, I think number two, Battleton, is the best horse in the race. He's short odds. I thought number six, Majestic Colour. He just keeps winning. He's got an awkward action, but he does get through heavy ground really well. So I think he's a danger. Maybe we could limit that to two there, two and six. Go to race eight. Um, Xenifer, number 11, trained on the track. Jack Duncan, a very good trainer. Won on a bog track first up at the Gold Coast. And then last time, we went back uh, too far off a uh, slowly run race. So I, I dismissed that. Third up here, I think, has got a good chance. I thought number nine, Salatine's going really well. Two, Nick and Over, I'm not giving up on him. He, he had some quick runs. Um, he ran three Saturdays in a row, and then he's had a little bit of a break. But he does get through the ground, and he's, he's a class horse. Uh, admittedly, he's got 59, and the same applies to Buffalo River. Has earned the weight and not, not ruling it out. 11, 9, 2, and 1 there. Um, and the last, I thought, 13, 12, and 5. 13 litre strip, 1,400 metres on a wet track, probably the outer limit, but uh, third up here and, and going really well at the moment. Uh, 12, Tavistown, and uh, 5, Puntura. 13, 12, and 5 in the last, Gareth. Oh, Tough right. day for the punt. Good on you, Bart. Lucky the lines are back then. Good on you, mate. Yeah, they were good. Have, a, have an enjoyable day there on the Sunshine Coast. Bart Sinclair. So his best bets, race one, number eight, race two, number 11, and race five, number 18. They're racing at Murray Bridge in South Australia, Cozzy. Overcast, rail two, and a soft five there. We've got a total of 12 out. Races one, two, three, clear. The fourth, put out 10 NZ beer. Number 12, she's Betty. 15, yeah, yeah, nah. 10, 12, 15. Race 5, 4, Rising Legend, number 4. 6, The Red, 8, Star Expresso, 10, Valhalla Fella, 8 and 10. Race 7, 1, Solar Gale, number 1. The 8th, Clear. Race 9, 1, Tongsai Boss, number 1. And race 10, 9, Sandbuck, 10, She's a Still, 19, Express Master, 20, Magic Phantom, 10, 19, and 20, Soft 5, Overcast Rail True. Yes, we've got some good pushes on the first word for a few of these races at Murray Bridge. Uh, Mitchell Freeman likes attrition each way, race 1, number 5. And uh, Patrick Payne was keen on B, attempted race 3, number 3, and get $4.80. He made that galloper his best for the day, and he's got some strong chances there at Flemington. And Calvin McAvoy said the stable's best is in race number 8, horse number 5, Safala. And you can get $8.50 for that galloper at Murray Bridge. So some nice value there, according to our trainers on the first word. But let's see what Nadia Horn has to say about this card at Murray Bridge. Good morning, Nadia. 
Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. Take it away with your best bets, please. Gee, it's a tricky meeting. Um, we'll go race three, seven platform. Get the addition of the blinkers and has had the three runs back this preparation. I think this horse gets to a, a pretty good spot in the run. There's been really good market support for it today. So um, in the last half hour or so, it really has firmed up. So I'm keen on platform race three, number seven. Then, as far as our next special is concerned, what we'll do is we'll go to race five, and um, this is my best bet of the day here, number one, Yuri Royale, and I'm betting a good price at around the $4 mark. Clearly, I feel that he's a class galloper of the field. He's only had 11 starts. He's been a winner on three occasions. He um, was able to win first up last preparation, and that figure clearly is good enough to win this. And I've elected to claim to sort of offset that big 61.5 kilos, so... He'll get in um, with the 58 and a half, and I reckon he looks really well suited there from the draw. He's um, bound to get a good run throughout, and he'll be finishing off hard race. 5 1 Yuri Royale. And the other horse I'm going to have something on today um, comes up in race 7. I did think that number 12, Perfect Command, had a, a bit of a chance at a price. Um, look, the horse is drawn to get a really good run throughout just off fence. He ran to a very strong rating first up from a break. It's got a pretty good strike rate. It's never far away from the money, even though it's getting on a bit in years. So I'm going to have something on it at the $7. And if you're looking at one at a bit of a price for the meeting today, I'd say that my best roughie comes up in race nine. Um, I do think that number 15, Chromatica, has uh, got, got as good as chance as anything. Now, they're bidding around $18. Um, I feel that the horse has got a heck of a lot of upside. It's still only lightly raced. It's had three starts. It didn't have a lot of luck last time out. And Michael Hickmott puts the polish on this horse. He'll get in very well at the weights after the two-kilo claim. He'll only carry the 52. And um, playing at home, I'm, I'm expecting it to run a big race at around the 18 or dollar mark. So the specials are race three to seven, race five to one, race seven to 12. The horse at odds race nine, number 15. And for quality takers, look, you've got to have a, a big purse today. We'll go two, six, nine, 11, 12, the first leg, one, three, 11, and 12 in the second, two, seven, 10, and 15 in the third leg, and come home with four, six, seven, 11, 13, 14 in the last. Good on you, Nadia. Hopefully it's a fill up there at Murray Bridge. Fingers crossed. Thanks, Gareth. There's Nadia Horn now. It's another really good meeting at Belmont in Western Australia. The feature race there is the Vale Rogan Josh Handicap. And uh, also we've got the listed race, a couple of listed races. These are lead-up races to the WA Oaks and the WA Derby. We've got the, um, that's wrong, it's the feature three-year-old races um, for the winter season in WA at Belmont today. So you've got the Aquanita which is over the 2,000 metres at listed level, and also, of course, the Belmont Oaks at listed level for the three-year-old fillies. Young Riley Morgan is filling in for Peter Athenis while he's on holidays. Let's hear what Riley Morgan had to say regarding his best bets at Belmont this afternoon in the West. We're actually going to kick off in race number one. It's a 1,000 metre scamper for the two-year-olds. I like one here at a bit of a price. Uh, truly awesome on debut for Neville Parnham. This filly really interests me here. She comes out of the same trial as another runner in this race, another more fancied runner in the market, an Aztec ruler, and I actually thought her trial was, uh, given a bit more of a quiet time of it, but I actually thought her trial was better, and she looked more professional than Aztec ruler there, and you're getting pretty much almost three times the price about her here. She's a full to Rockinori, which is some really good lineage, and I think she's a really nice type. So each way in the first, I'm going to be happy to be on Truly Awesome, number 11. All right, I like it. We're trusting the trial. Then where do we head? Then we're going to head off to race number six, horse number one, last of the line here for SJ Miller. He was my follower of the meeting the last time we saw him. He was beaten only two lengths by the favourite in this race, Star Trade, settling last from a wide barrier and had to lug the 62 kilos. He's 
got a perfect second up record in his career to date, so no doubt will have derived huge benefit from that run, I think. He steps up to the mile here, a distance that the favourite has to be a bit of a query at, gets a two kilo weight swing in his advantage on that runner, and I think maps for a far better run in transit with the favourite drawn out. So although he does have to lug that same 62 kilos again, I thought he showed me well enough last start that he can do it, and he looks back to his best. So race six, number one, last of the line. OK, we've got another one as well. Yep, last one, race eight, horse number three, no white flag. This guy is just a high-pressure beast, and he was able to do it from the breeze last start in a really strong race. And from barrier six, he should be able to kick up and find the fence here, and he's going to be even more, he's going to be even more hard to get past when he is able to find that fence rolling along out in front. Paul Harvey sticks and is riding super at the moment, and although he does take a step up in grade here, I think he looks very difficult to beat again and will certainly only go better back onto a dry track. So, no white flag, probably my best bet of the day, race eight, number three. Good on Riley Morgan there to listen to the Metroform Express. We catch up with, of course, um, Ronnie Duffercy doing Sydney. Um, Riley does a good job doing Belmont, filling in for Peter Anthonis. The board in- eagle, Glenn Ingram, previews the Melbourne Metropolitan Meeting, so his tips there for Flemington. Um, Nadia Horn, of course, for South Australia as well, plus um, some leading trots tipsters and Georgie Ferugia with his best at the Meadows. All you need to do is subscribe to RSN Central with your local podcast subscriber to listen to the Metroform Express podcast. But just repeating, Belmont best bets for Riley Morgan. Race 1, number 11, truly awesome at 9.50. Last of the line for the great SJ Miller is race 6, number 1, at $5 in his best. Riley Morgan is race 8, number 3, no white flag, the 3.20 favourite. The racing at Wangaratta this afternoon, we had a chat, of course, to the track curator there, Greg Brown, to kick off proceedings here with the first word. He rates at a soft seven, and the rails in uh, the true, and expect it to stay at that range throughout the day there, Cozzy, as I get the scratchings from you. 24 of them out, race one, put out five, Squeak and 14, Shoal Bay, five and 14, the second, nine, Messina, 10, Munchet, 12, Ruby Don't, 15, Tatnam, 17, Simply Sparkles, and 18, I'm a Superstar, 9, 10, 12, 15, 17, 18. The third, one groovy baby, four Matthew, six sports idol, seventeen dashing Daria, one four six seventeen. The fourth one, Banneton, fifteen Saviour Enthusiasm and seventeen Land of the Brave, one fifteen seventeen. Five and six clear, oh no, six has got a late one through. Number three, Loco and Vet Advice at eight fifty four, race six number three. Seventh event, eleven Tycoon Ronnie, fourteen Mally Hammer, seventeen free lunch. 18, Destiny's D-Day, 11, 14, 17, 18. The final event, race 8, 2, Cayuga Bound, 10, Laurentian, 11, Hello Sweetheart, and 15, Peggy Rose, 2, 10, 11, 15. Soft 7, Rail 2, and a fine day. First leg of the Quaddy race 5, benchmark 58 over the 1,400 metres. Always happy, 360, want to bold $8, Shoeback. And each way hope, according to J.D. Hayes, at $7. Lucamore at five fifty. The five Cat Dioro at $8.50. Seven Tabloid Star at eight fifty. And those are the horses under double figures here in a competitive first leg of the quaddy. As we say a big hello to Harry White. G'day, Harry. What are we doing here in race five? Good morning, Gareth. Uh, we're going with Always Happy. Dominant maiden winner second up for a new stable. Was on the back of a good first up effort. It's already provided subsequent winning form. I think it's a pretty thin 0-58. to 58. Even like I can see, nothing to suggest that horse can't win again. Tabloid Star doesn't win out of turn, but proves competitive in similar sort of races. 
Shubeck, back in trip, blinkers on. Uh, Claimer aboard with three kilos, can bounce back after a bit of a lacklustre effort. And then I've put one to bolt in uh, at a price as next best. One, seven, three, two. Let's have a look at race six over the 1,400 metres. The one at maximum velocity at $7. Two Outlaw Net at $7.50. Five Lima Spice at $5.50. Six Enamore at $8.50. The favourite is the nine Ghosted at $4.40. And then Kasika, the 12's given a hope at $6 here, Harry. I'm going for, well, a little bit of value. Outlaw Net hasn't jumped out or trialled, but uh, comes to hand quickly, appreciates kicking off over this trip. He's shown tactical versatility in the past with his running pattern, and he gets through any racing surface. So he can go on top. I had that late scratching Loco in for second. So plan B, Lima Spice can get promoted, will be prominent in the run. Just might be a query at the back end of 1,400. Ghosted, I thought, might need luck from a wide draw, but will be doing her best work late. Has market support. And then we'll chuck Kasiga in now um, for fourth. We'll go 25912. Best back here in race number seven in a restricted 58. Well, you've got a little bit of money down the bottom here for Wolf Rain at 370. Matty Brown had a winner there yesterday at Geelong. Um, uh, Harry, what are you doing here? I'm with uh, Anthemic. Ran a good race okay. first up for a new stable. Um, any natural improvement, I'm expecting him to prove competitive. He gets good weight relief. Uh, where he gets to in the run, I think, is the key. Wolf Rain, uh, back in a right grade, should be right in the finish based on runs two and three back, I would have thought. And then Bond Shadow and Tori Marguerite, I thought, were the other the key the other key winning hopes. 4, 12, 5, and 15. And, and Thamic now with Andrew Dale. Just Jet Stanley's kicking plenty of goals since joining Mitchell Beer at uh, Aubrey. And uh, Jet Stanley's got some good rides there at Wang. So $2.80, the market leader. And Thamic and the tip there from Harry White in race seven at Wangaratta. And race eight is over the 1,000 metres. The one first point for Jet Stanley at 4.60. Ballistic Moon, the 3.550. And uh, then we go down to Veljetta, the 12 at $7. There's a host of horses around the $10 quote here, Harry, as well. Yeah, it's a really tricky race. So with that said, I'll chase some value. Mystery Diamond jumped out well leading into the prep. I thought was forward enough to prove competitive on an each-way basis, despite having sort of average first-up stats. Placed in two or three runs at the track. I just thought she was well-placed. Um, and, yeah, you're getting a price to find out. Cayuga Bound will be fitter after a first-up maiden win. Miss Saluka, I thought, could utilise the low draw and be forward. Who Shot Who, very interesting runner. Resuming for a new stable off a good trial. Has had plenty of chances, but just change of scenery sparks some sort of interest for me. Seven eight three sixteen. Your best at Wangaratta, Harry? Uh, my best was Scratch, Gareth, so my plan B best, race 7, number 4, Anthemic. Value, race 6, number 2, Outlaw, Ned. Quaddy, first leg, 1, 2, 3, 7. Second leg, 2, 3, 5, 9. Third leg, 4, 5, 12. Last leg, 3, 7, 8, and 16. Play of the day, kick off the card with a running double. So race 1, numbers 9 and 13, into race 2, numbers 8 and 13. Into race 2, numbers uh, 9. What was race 2, numbers? Uh, eight and thirteen. Beautiful. What race was Outback Ned in? Outback Ned is in uh, race six, number two. Race six, number two. Your best value. What's your best at Flemington, Harry? Well, winning form's good form, Gareth, and I think Zach the Boss chasing a hat trick down the straight um, can certainly have my money again. All right, then Zach the Boss in the middle part of the program. Good on you, Harry. Thanks, Gareth. There's Harry White looking at Wangaratta and also sacked the boss. He's best at Flemington. Time for a break, and then we'll preview the Shepherd and Trots tonight and at the Meadows Dogs with Georgie Farouk. 
the Interstate Form Hour for the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival, where champions emerge. It's the first of five Metropolitan Harness Racing meetings heading to country areas here in Victoria with some work going on at Melton. And Jesus, a good program there at Shepparton tonight, highlighted by the free-for-all for the trotters at Group 3 level that sees the, the clash again with Majestuoso and one of the most improved uh, horses I've seen for quite some time in any code in Nephew of Sunoco. It was great to hear Ross Graham on Cracking the Codes this morning with... Simone and, and Danny Malecki, terrific interview for a wonderful horseman that's done a great job with nephew of Sunoco, the, the six-year-old. He's never raced better, and he's had 109 starts. They're amazing animals, the standard breads, aren't they, Lockie McIntosh? Hello to you. Yeah, hello, Gareth. They certainly are, and uh, yeah, it's a great horseman, Ross Graham. Very underrated in this industry, I think, so after uh, listening to that, uh, that podcast this morning. Did, so. Yeah, no, it was a terrific interview. Where do we start with your best bets, mate? Look, my best, I thought uh, the best was Sicario in the claim of Gareth race four, number five. I thought he just looked well suited in the claiming grade. I liked his run last time, although it looks as only a seventh on paper. That was a very strong race, and he got to the line really well. He's versatile. Uh, he, can, uh, he can sit and sprint, or he can do a little bit of work. So I think uh, Chris Alford will get him a good trip, and I thought uh, he was my best tonight. Race four, number five, Sicario. Uh, my value comes up in the first. I thought Cosimo, I really like the way this guy's been going, coming across from Tassie and joining the uh, informed Julie Douglas stable. He's really been charging home. Hopefully there's a bit of speed on early on, and uh, I think he'll be booming home again, and he'll go close, race one, number seven, Cosimo. Geez, there's been uh, a big push for the rock and roll king. I think it's a terrific program on social media, the burning questions, and Albie Ashwood declared the rock and roll king, basically, to lead and win in that first race. And I think it's eight dollars into three forty. So you might get even a better price for Cosimo here, Lockie, later on. Yeah, could do, could do. Look certainly looks like he's going to be the leader. Um so he's got the stable mate drawn the pole, so well you'd think he'd have first dibs on getting across, but just gotta hope that there's a little bit of uh, attack from uh, from one of the back row horses, which there may be. I think B Gath might uh, make it a staying trip with Magic Mike, you never know. Never know. All right, then, uh, Quaddy. Oh, you got another one for us. Yep. Yeah, no, no, the Quaddy. Uh, I'll just read out the numbers, Gareth. The first leg I thought was perhaps the one that you could go wide in. Uh, one, two, four, five, seven, and nine. Probably load up and try and chase a bit of value. That might be where we can get it. Uh, obviously, take the favourite pair there for Nephew of Sunoco and uh, Eight Majestuoso in that second leg. It'll be a great match race. And the seventh event, I thought uh, two Shayella. Interesting to see where she levels up here against uh, Seven Tango Tara, who's got the tough draw, but... I think they're the main two there, the two and the seven. And the last leg of the quaddy will go four, seven and nine. Soho story. I didn't think it was an absolute moral. Uh, delightful angel number seven and uh, pray tell number nine. You can throw in and try and uh, get that odds on favourite beaten to get some more value in the last leg, Gareth. Are you with Majestuoso to turn the tables on Nephew of Sunoco? Yeah, I was slightly. I yeah. thought he'd be better uh, first up, but it's just confidence is an amazing thing. <laughs> Nephew of Sunoco, it really wouldn't surprise me if uh, if he was able to hold off Majestuoso. I'm really looking forward to that race. Good on you, mate. Good calling, Lockie. All right, good luck, Aaron. Yeah, it's Lockie McIntosh. Georgie Farid just done the form for the Meadows tonight. Georgie, take it away with your best bets. Yeah, mate. Um, we had uh, good morning to you. We had a lot of uh, luck yesterday um, with a few greyhounds, Gareth, who we, we um, identified that were dropping in class a little bit. And I, we found another one today. We're hoping to get around the $2 mark, but he's a little bit shorter than that. Race four, number eight, McInerney. He's been racing against some very, very good greyhounds, uh, Gareth, in, in top company. And he just burst onto the scene after a, a very good start to his career in Tassie. Um, and then come back to Melbourne, and, and with Brendan Purcell, he's done a terrific job. And 
He's got a good record from wide draws. He's back. It's a mixed grade, Gareth, but it, it reads more like a grade five to me, and I think he'll just win race four, number eight, McInerney. Quality numbers um, tonight, uh, two, three, four, and seven into one, three, five, and seven into two, five, six, and eight into one, four, six, and seven. And just quickly, Gareth, the McKenna Memorial fixed odds are out, and incredibly, there are five greyhounds um, under double figures, um, which I think highlights how even that final is with Aston Ulysses and Stout Manali, the equal $3.40 favourites. We'll touch on that on Tuesday on Off the Leash. And Rickon and Rick at $3 as well. And Mpunga Warrior at six fifty. Hilltop Jack at seven fifty from Box 8. Looking forward to that final on Thursday night. And I think a few of our listeners would know Uncle Marzi, your uncle there. He's a colourful character. We love him. Um, he had a little bit of a segment a little uh, for a little while there on RSN Central. He texted me yesterday. He loves the punt. He's one of the great punters of all time. Um, Uncle Marzi says, Gareth, I've got a greyhound in the f- second race at Geelong. Just get on. And then his lovely daughter trains uh, the winner who jumps from box seven. I think he, I, uh, Uncle Marzi, no more men ankle tips now for a little while, Georgie. He got me. You reckon, he, you reckon he's, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't switch your <laughs> uh, He doesn't switch on me, Uncle Marzi. Uh, I'm only joking. I hope he's well and um, he's eating caviar this morning. Good on you, Georgie. <laughs> See you, mate. Have a good one.